Welcome to the Connect the Dot series, Volume 2, Chapter 4 of the Power Narrative Podcast, Wake Up Calls. I am your host, B. Green, a.k.a. Belief Narrative, empowering you through awareness, inspiration, and motivation through the power of story. Pretend with me for a moment that you are on the game show, The Family Feud. Facing off against another family and Steve Harvey asks you this question. Name four things that you can do to support the Power Narrative podcast. Hit the subscribe button. Like the video. Leave a comment. Share with friends. Good answer, good answer, good answer. Yes. The saying is true that there is power in knowledge and wisdom and you can gain power through another person's knowledge and another person's wisdom but you won't have full access to that power until you become connected to it through understanding the concept for the next four chapters is connecting the dots. Again, I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know, but I'm urging you to make the breakthrough from knowing to understanding. The difference between those two things is this. You can know a thing and still ignore it, but you can't truly understand something and remain unchanged. What are wake-up calls? I would say that they are nudges to get you to pay attention, get you to go in the right direction, to respond appropriately. In theater, a wake-up call would be known as a cue. A cue is the last spoken words of one actor's dialogue that the next actor to speak needs as a signal to begin. In life, cues are not always verbal. They say that 93% of communication is nonverbal. So there are cues, signals, wake-up calls that life sends that if you are not paying attention can pass you right on by. Understanding your wake-up calls in this context means increasing your ability to catch the cues that you formerly missed. We will be discussing physical, social, and spiritual cues for the remainder of this month. Missing them adds up to missing the lesson. Gaining this skill adds up to increasing your ability to properly connect the dots. Missing cues. All right, let's plug in. Now, there was a time in my life where I often felt angry. It's not normal for me. I often yelled. It's also not normal. I don't like arguing. I felt heavy amounts of stress. I wasn't sleeping well. I sweat profusely for nothing. Now, the more I yelled, (laughs) 
the more I seem to be ignored, encouraging me to go deeper into anger and displays that were out of character just to be heard. No one was listening. And it started with me not listening to the cues, rich with information that I was not willing to accept at the time. My own body was attempting to give me a wake-up call. Now, when your body responds negatively to a situation, to certain people, to certain environments, I submit to you that you are experiencing an allergic reaction a condition where your immune system reacts abnormally to a foreign substance to you that the body ingests or comes in contact with. Not everyone will have the same response. Remember, it's your allergic reaction. The mistake comes when you and I make the case that whatever it is that we came in contact with is altogether bad just because it is wrong for me. There are people that honestly bring out the worst in each other. Once you're aware and you ignore the symptoms, the body's response will continue to be more and more volatile until it reaches a state of anaphylaxis, a severely, potentially life-threatening allergic reaction, and things can escalate very quickly. Now, don't wait till things get to this point. Listen to your physical cues. Leave before the level of toxicity becomes lethal. Wake up, call. Think you better let it go. On a spiritual level, I often felt angry because I chose to stay in an environment that was counterproductive to and oppositional to my vibrational energy. You stay long enough and that level of discomfort will have you in a constant state of dis-ease. And that level of uneasiness eventually leads to a physical response or manifestation of disease. I found out that there are some environments that I'm just flat out allergic to. Just take your cues and respond appropriately or it don't end well. I mentioned earlier in another chapter that wisdom and inspiration can come from the strangest of places and even from people that you don't even expect it from. I was watching a performance and the person I was watching it with made a critique and I laughed because it was funny. But when I made a similar critique, that person looked at me and said, well, at least that person's doing something with their voice. What are you doing with yours? Grab the paddles quick. Revive him. Oh, mm. oh, great offense was taken because I started to believe that this person was my adversary. Wasn't the case. The person was just being adversarial. 
huge difference. I found out that I was my own adversary. Wake up call. I was diminishing my own voice because I couldn't be myself and I didn't fit in where I chose to be. And the longer I stayed, the worse it got. There was a great statement that was made that says, why would you be in a place where you're tolerated when you should be in a place that you're celebrated? Now, understand what I'm saying this. I'm not talking about a popularity contest. See, there's a huge difference between dwelling in a place where you know you're really not welcome versus being in a place where you're genuinely loved and respected. I can't believe so-and-so said that. I can't believe so-and-so would do that to me. Believe it. But believe that it was not meant to harm you. It was meant to be a wake-up call. Let's start understanding and taking our cues. Sometimes those cues are meant to wake you up long enough for you to understand what's truly bothering you. One of the stories from scripture that gets my attention is the story of Balaam. Now, Balaam was approached by some very affluent people and they propositioned him to see if he would go along with using his abilities from God to do wrong by a blessed people. He went to speak to God to ask if he could go along with their plan. And the first thing the creator said that I found interesting was, now, Balaam, who are these people you're with? See, not everyone who is affluent, who seems to have it going on, is above board. Oftentimes, those with ill-gotten gains are willing to go to great lengths to keep what they believe is their power. Balaam was told, absolutely not will you go along with this. But see, the issue was Balaam was more impressed with their affluence. He was more impressed with what he thought he could gain from those people than he was from the instruction of the creator. Now, don't act like you and I haven't been there. There have been times where we've been told this is not the right thing. This is not the right time for you, but you ignore your needs for your wants. Balaam was like, if I could just get in good with these people, you know, I, I kind of like the status that they have. You know, I want the lifestyle that they have. So when he went to go tell them God's answer, what happened? They upped the ante of their offer. And Balaam said, hmm, let me go talk to God some more about it. As if the answer was going to be different. And guess what? God said, go ahead, go with them. But wait for my answer. And God sent an angel out there that Balaam could not see with a sword waiting to get him since Balaam was so blinded by what he wanted versus what he needed. Now, Balaam got on his donkey and he was riding along, but his donkey could see what he could not. And as they were going down the pathway, 
the donkey saw the angel with the sword and went around. It was like, uh uh-uh, I ain't going that way. Balaam got upset and whipped that donkey back on the road. So the angel went down further down the pathway, waiting, waiting for him. The donkey back on the pathway saw the angel and was like, "Uh uh-uh, not today, and crushed Balaam's foot up against the wall. Balaam towed that donkey up again. So this time, the angel went down a little bit further into a narrow space, knowing that once they entered, they could not turn around. So the donkey saw that they were about to enter into this narrow space. He was like, ooh, uh uh-uh, and just fell. And this time, Balaam really went off on this donkey, so much so that the Lord allowed the donkey to speak Balaam's language. Yo, why are you beating me? Wake up, Carl. See, Balaam was so intent on what he wanted, he was arguing with a talking donkey. Like, this is Shrek. This donkey had always been loyal and true to him. And even after the donkey explained why he did what he did, Balaam's response was, ooh, if I had a sword, I'd take you out right now. And at that moment, God opened up his eyes and Balaam was able to see the angel of the Lord standing with the sword ready to take him out. Oh, then he started to listen. Then he started to act right. Oh, oh, God, you you really meant what you said the first time. Yeah, kind of did. See, at first he knew what God said, but now he understood what God said. The challenge question is this. What wake-up calls have you been ignoring? What has your life been attempting to teach you? And if you know what I'm talking about, what's it going to take for you to understand? To change the narrative in your life, take the next step. Invest in yourself and book a life strategy coaching session with me at www.beliefinteriordesign.com. Let's start the journey of making belief reality.